All right. It's uh, 11.22 on February 23rd, the year of our Lord, 2016. Uh, let's talk about some playoffs while we still have playoff teams to talk about. Yeah, it's been a, it's, it's been a rough playoffs, but it's also been a rough weeks of uh, podcasting or lack thereof. Mm, it sure has. Our podcast, wow, was that two weeks ago or last week? Uh, all the days running, running. Two weeks ago, we... We podcast. Oh, you guys good. just yeah. haven't heard it, and unless you're like connected to uh, Skynet or something. Oh, what a terrible use of Skynet! <laughs> you, uh, we'll never hear it. Yep, our uh, podcast last week was eliminated quicker than uh, high desert soccer teams. <laughs> hey oh, yeah, right? Yeah, so something happened, and we weren't able. To, we recorded it, and it just doesn't. Exist it did not. Anymore. Yeah, it did. It died as it lived, yeah. poorly, terribly, and slowly. <laughs> Uh, so anyway, yeah, and I guess that demoralized us into not doing one last week. And also, it was an extremely busy week with uh, playoff games. So. Yeah, lots of playoff action. And then no, not it's, so much. Yeah, it's, this is like the calm after the storm. Storm's gone, baby. It's gone. Uh, I think we're down to two boys' soccer teams and one girls' basketball team. That's it, yeah. That's it. And also wrestling, which... It's the only thing keeping the high desert alive in the postseason. Yeah. Carrying the, the winter torches, that so often does. Yeah. And they're, we yeah, still got a ways to go for that. Like, uh, that seems like the good news for high desert sports fans. Yes. continue there for oh, uh, another couple weeks. Yeah, like two weeks-ish. Right. Well, that's it after that, right? Yeah. So, yeah. I oh, feel, they do have nationals. Oh, that is that is a good point. I'm not going to rule it out. <laughs> uh, anywho, yeah, so that's that will be the... There's bad, good news and there's bad news. The good news is, oh, there's still good wrestlers in the high desert. The bad news is, there's only good wrestlers in the high desert. Uh, tough playoffs for everyone. I mean, but you know, I think uh, Spirit Christian was eliminated tonight in the quarterfinals. That's a good run. Their boys' basketball team, right? right? Exactly. Uh, Silver Valley also. I mean, that's for them is a really good run. Um, yeah. yeah. Uh, uh, Oak Hills girls look to be pretty good. Um, they're in yeah. a very tough division, so that's you know always hard to know. They are very good though. Yeah, I could see them moving on. We'll see. Uh, come tomorrow and or today night, right? Yeah, time you're listening to this. But yeah, it's just been, you know, some years we get like that, you know, team that goes all the way through or you know makes like a very crash Christian last year. Yeah, you know, Oak Hills uh, boys basketball made a run to the semifinals a couple years ago. Um, some of the years it feels like we have a couple teams in that uh, deep playoff run territory, and this year, no. We've got, um, I, th- I do think that uh, University Prep and Riverside Prep boys soccer both have a shot at going, you know, places in the in the playoffs. Uh, they both play on Wednesday, so that's tomorrow for us. Um, I just really thought that we were going to see deeper runs for several of the soccer teams uh you know oak hills losing in the first round serrano losing today in the second round um both of the uh university prep and riverside prep girls soccer were both eliminated today and pretty pretty handily too um I mean, that's been the story is that you know it's been butt these, kickings yeah a lot of yeah. these have not been close you know serrano's present losing for nothing to yeah. santa monica i mean you know, obviously, uh, Santa Monica's good, but you don't generally see uh, Serrano losing quite like that in the playoffs. Although, it's a little bit misleading because they are, it was 0-0 at halftime. They kind of, uh, you know, 
you got to commit bodies forward yeah, once you go down a couple goals. Yeah. Yeah, I think they were down about two nothing with twenty minutes to go, something like that. Um, I know one, right. yeah, something like that. And uh, yeah, at that point, it doesn't matter if you lose two nothing or eight nothing, you know. So I get it. Trying to know. sell out and try to do right. what you can. And that kind of happened last year too. They lost, I think, three one last year, and I mean, really more fairly would be called two one because you know, I mean, that last goal happened when they had ten players all, you know, basically by the penalty box, right? Anywho, the, the but the long short of it is, even if you take score effects into account, it was not not good. Um, I think before, see Riverside Prep boys won on Monday. What was the score? Four two. Yes. Yeah. So yes, uh, high desert teams in the first round were outscored forty six to eighteen. That's not very close. That's that is. That's incredible. And I think Serrano scored three goals and Riverside's prep scored four. So that means those nine other goals were split between, like, 13 teams for whatever it was. Uh, not great. Not great. Pretty bad. Um, the DSL in particular is just, you know, I mean, there's one thing to say that they're trying to punch above their weight class. I mean, they're not even playing the same sport as some of these other schools. Are oh, we talking about girls? Or girls boys? soccer, yeah. Because, oh, yes. uh, yeah, the girls are in Division three, which is just ludicrous. Like, there's, there's just no... They've been, they've been dragged up there for many right, years by with Granite, Granite Hill's success. And now that the bottoms sort of fallen out a little bit with Granite, it's it's a bad place for all of the teams. So and, and it looks even which, worse. Which points to just a, the stupid playoff system in the first place. It just does not make any sense that because you have one very dominant team that the other team should be dragged up with them. That just logically makes no sense whatsoever. But, you know, it's CIF, so I think we've come to expect systems and logic that really doesn't pass the, the smell test. So, surprising to no one. We'll see, you know, with this new playoff system that we're getting next year, if that alleviates the problem, changes things a little bit. Changes the problem into something <laughs> new and interesting for us to complain about, which is more and more likely all the time. Which isn't the worst thing for us. Sure. I, I do think that the system that they have presented is a good idea. And that's about as much as I can say positively about it. Cause, yeah. you know, we'll, all depends on the implementation. We'll see. Yeah. Uh, so that's that's girls soccer. Boys soccer, yeah, I mean, uh, Serrano obviously not even getting to play because a uh, uh, player playing in an ill... No, in a what? Uh, playing in another competition. Um, Some sort of, like, rec league. Yeah, or club, club team, team or which is a rule that does not really make a whole lot of sense to me on I've just ne- any level. I've never understood. I would like somebody to explain it to Yeah, me. like, what's the, like pro-student athlete portion of this rule. What are we defending against? Um, I asked Josh Martin about it, if he thought the rule itself was a good rule. And, uh, it seems like it happens at, all the time. Like, it, it just seems like this rule really should be very clear and, like, you know, players should be well aware of it, coaches should be well aware of it. I mean, regardless of whether or not the rule's fair, unfair, stupid or not, yeah, it they, seems they like know it the rule. should, yeah, the rule should be well known. And it seems like every year we get to this time, this point in time, and somebody has broken it, and it sends kids sort of tragically home uh, or alters outcomes throughout the season. And yeah, the... Seems kind of stupid. But again, I, I would withhold some judgment to know what the uh, impetus of the rule is. Yeah, the in this case, um, allegedly anyway, uh, Josh Martin didn't know 
um, yeah, that's you know his word against his his player's word, and I don't know. I will never really know uh, what the the truth behind it is or whatever. Um, and uh, mostly, it just sucks for all of the kids that did nothing wrong and you know had a really really good season and get nothing for it. And it also, in a way, sucks for Apple Valley because because Serrano was kicked out of the playoffs after the brackets were made, uh, they didn't substitute in a new team. And had the, that been you know notified earlier, Apple Valley probably would have gone to the playoffs. Which... Bummer. Bummer. It's a bummer for everyone. It sucks. Um, and yeah, Sultana Boys, actually, I thought had a really good showing in their first round. They ended up losing on penalty kicks, but I, I thought that they were much better um, than the team they played against for most of it. And losing on penalty kicks is... That's tough, um, but, you know, so it goes. Uh, yeah, so boys soccer hopes rest in the Division 7 once again, just like last year. And Which, you know, uh, we've had some good teams in that, that level. You know, yep. we've pressed them pretty good for a pretty pretty long stretch at this point. Yep. Um, so, yeah. Uh, man. I guess that's it as far as playoffs go. Yeah, it's not, not... It's not great. This is not an uplifting podcast. Uh, well, I have been doing a small amount of work trying to preview some wrestling stuff, and we do have some good stuff there, so we give the bad news first. That's probably a good move anyway. Um, so, by my count, we've got 31 wrestlers qualified for Masters, which is on Friday and Saturday at the Citizens Business Bank Arena in uh, Ontario. California, not Canada. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Um, I, I haven't looked up yet. What uh, looked at state rankings yet? So I'm not 100 percent sure what uh, where we're looking at that. I know Jesse Madrigal is still ranked number one in the state. Um, and you know, has it? He's the best chance. You know, obviously that anybody up here has at winning a state title. And I think it's, you know, barring an injury or whatever, it's you know, it's he's definitely the favorite, and that's that's really exciting. Um, it's also exciting that he's not it, you know, as far as, like, really good high desert wrestlers. I know Alex Hernandez at 113 is very, very good. Um, Jose Rubio Jr. and Gabriel Avila, one from Barstow, one from Victor, are, are both very good. Um, and, uh, you know, they, they face, have faced off in at both DSL finals and then again last week in divisionals. And I think... Avila won once and Rubio won once. I think Rubio won last week. And it, it's possible... I. I don't quote me on this, but I think maybe Avila was hurt or nursing something, whatever. So, you know, we'll see, you know, if that is the case, if that's something that's going to affect him again this week. But anyway, that's, a, you know, I remember watching that at DSL Finals thinking that that was pretty close. So that's a good matchup. Um, there are four wrestlers uh, at the 220 weight class, which is the Madrigal weight class. There's also Austin, uh, I don't know how you pronounce it, if it's Gillum or Gillum, Gillum, probably Gillum. What do you think? I think, yeah. Yeah? All right. Gillum. Uh, so that'd be interesting to see, you know. At some point, they're going to be, you know, so pinballs that are going to collide against each other. So. I looked it up, and Madrigal and, and uh, Gillum are on opposite sides of the bracket. Madrigal's on the same side of the bracket as Mario, and I believe it's Sicarios. I'm not convinced with the spelling of this. It looks like it should be like Sicarios or something, but anyway, we're going to say Sicarios. That's what it says on the bracket. Um, and uh, Gillum and Hill are on the same side of the bracket. Um, uh, 
And so we've seen Jordan Hill spelled two different ways this season. Once with an O and like Jordan, and once and many times with an A. So if you have a definitive spelling on his first name, or if, like if you're his mom or him, yeah, uh, you should give us a call because uh, I or would email. like to actually or email or tweet whatever. I don't care how you get in contact with us as long as you do because I want to have it right. Um, and it can be sometimes tough to tell for some of these kids because uh, people don't know, and some of the kids are too polite to tell us we're wrong. Which is kind of funny, because on the opposite end of the coin, there are people who thrive on it. <laughs> uh, so, uh, let's see, what, who else? Nate Vargas was a champion at 152 individuals. Uh, David Ortega from Victor at 120. Um, I think that's it for, for champions, yeah. Um, so, so we'll see. The top nine, I believe, go from Masters to State. Um, so I'm not going to make any predictions as to how many kids are going to go through. We had seven last year, I believe, is what we said. I think so. Okay. I'd have to look it up to be sure, but it was in that. My guess is I we're going to do eight better. Eight sounds than like too many, year. and yeah. six that sounds like not enough. I think it was seven sounds like about right. I think it'll be more than that. That's um, my guess. Yeah, which you know, a lot of the I think of the seven, I think six were underclassmen last right. year. Yes. So we kind of predicted that this year would be pretty good, but you know, to have all those other kids that you know weren't even among those you know core group, uh, you know, rising to the challenge, and also you know, it seems like uh, almost all the kids I think you know from last year that went to state, uh, you know, having good seasons, you can't always predict, you know, how they're going to grow, if they're going to change a weight class, you know, and then obviously injuries and all all that. that, uh, It's a brutal season, so yeah, absolutely. Uh, Yeah, uh, another cool thing is that there's a wrestler in every single weight class from the high desert that will be wrestling this weekend, which is kind of cool. That's neat. Um, And there there is a good chance that there will be more than 31 once we talk about alternates. I know there were a few kids who were at sixth place, which makes them eligible for, like, the alternate drawing or whatever, and they won't do that, I don't think, until Friday morning. Um, So we're going to act under the assumption that there's 31, and if there's more, then that's a nice bonus, basically. So, um, And from there, we'll have uh, Bakersfield the following week. Um, Yeah. And we will be uh, we will be there at that as where I will be there. I guess we're not all going. Um, <laughs> road trip to Bakersfield. We're all gonna sleep yeah. in sleep in my car. It's gonna yeah. be incredible. And uh, also been a, a very good postseason for Victor. Absolutely. Two team titles. Yeah. Uh, yeah. One in the uh, uh, team duels, and then once last weekend at the divisionals. Um, it's pretty incredible. I mean, like the the the. I think it's a kind of. I was talking to Jeff about this. Our sports editor. I think it's kind of strange that they give out a team title at the uh, divisionals. Um, yeah, I mean, it. Wrestling is just sort of weird in general, but it kind of operates the same as like track and field. Right. I mean, obviously, track and field. There is no like team duels or anything. Right. right. Um, but like a track and field, like you can pick up like a state title by having, you know, like I think Long Beach Poly has picked up like state titles just by having like a million athletes that have gone to state and picked up the, you know, requisite points and all that. So uh, it's a little strange, but I don't know. Who cares, man? You get to hang up another banner for that, right? It still counts. That's, yeah, that's the way yeah. I would look at it. Well, you know, those uh, banners aren't going to hang themselves, friends. So, yeah, I mean, yeah. take them however they're going to give them to you. Uh, banner is obviously important for the program as a whole, and uh, I, I assume that players get patches for this sort of thing. Yes, that's, they uh, do. That is obviously the lifeblood of high school sports. Yeah. 
you get a patch out of it, man. Whew. Yeah, That's exactly. What more can you ask for? I mean, I don't know. Oh, I would say ice know. cream, but uh, uh, a wrestler, so they gotta wait a couple more weeks. Right, exactly. Yeah. Uh, all right. Yeah. So yeah, I think things are looking things are looking pretty good in that in that area for uh, for the high desert at least. Wrestling is is alive and well. Um, I think Barstow's had a pretty good pretty good team this year too at least in those lower weight classes they've got a bunch of kids and the high desert in general is generally pretty strong there i think i counted it up and it's like 12 of the 31 wrestlers already qualified or between the 106 and 126 weight classes that's just 12 wrestlers in four weight classes so that's tells you something uh the skinny dudes are pretty good up here <laughs> so yeah i that that's going to be both days friday and saturday i'm not sure how much tickets are i'm sure way too much because it's cif so Whatever that information will be. Yeah, it's a. I mean, it's a pretty big event. There's, you know, a lot of people that are there. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I think uh, I went to it last year. It was interesting. Um, some happy kids, some sad kids. I, I think CIF said at the event that it's the largest wrestling meet, maybe in the country, or maybe it's just in the West. Hmm. Um, but yeah, I mean, there's like you know, five hundred, six hundred some kids that compete at this thing. It's a, a lot of kids. A lot of. A lot of good wrestling because they've weeded out, you know, a lot of kids at this point. Yep. Uh, the bracket is already released, um, and I'll have that link in my story as well. Maybe I'll link to it in this post. I'm not going to promise that, though. It'll be on my time. Yeah, so, I mean, beyond that, you know, we've got uh, two soccer games coming up, right? Yep. Tomorrow? Yep. And they're both on the road, right? Yep. And then we have Oak Hill's girls basketball home, so it should be interesting. They're playing a home game. It's a miracle. Yeah. It's been a been a but long roadie journey. Yeah, on top of uh, teams not doing so well, they also seem seemingly haven't gotten necessarily the breaks uh, with being at home. You know, so maybe that would have helped some of these teams. Who knows? Yeah, those coin flips have not really gone the way of the high desert. Apple uh, Valley Christian girls basketball, perhaps the worst coin flipping team of all time. I don't know. I will make a listicle. Uh, Athletes of the week, should we talk about them? Yeah, we always should talk about them. Okay, okay. Wow, Jesus, are you their mom? Uh, Spirit Christians, Trevor Bragg and AE's Katie Catania, which is a pretty sweet name. Yeah. It's, it's a good high desert name. Um, <clears throat> which is to say it's a good name in the high desert. I don't know what would constitute a high desert name, to be clear. <laughs> uh, okay, I haven't actually read these yet, so but you have, uh, maybe? <laughs> yeah, I did. It's been. Uh, neither of us were in the office when they were here at six. I don't work Mondays, and Matt was out covering a game, which is pretty rare on Mondays. Actually, yeah. uh, Mondays were very light this season. Uh, yeah, empty. They're t- typically, they're pretty, yeah, pretty empty. Um, yeah. And especially at playoff time, they're empty because they just don't play Monday playoff games. But Riverside Prep had its game moved because of uh, the the uh, Day Toledo, the other team. They uh, are a Jewish school. And right. So. Want to have a holiday or I guess not holiday. I'm not describing it right, but can't uh, travel after yeah. sundown. Yeah, Bad. so there you go. Yeah, it's not really a holiday. That <laughs> doesn't sound great to me. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, yeah, flexible definition of holiday. <laughs> uh, anyway, Trevor Bragg. Uh, good lord, is, do they, does the Spirit Christian have any seniors on any of their teams? I guess it's the same six guys who are all juniors now it seems like um they do have some some seniors or on do the they boys basketball team two i believe okay uh let's see yeah 21 
points and eight rebounds against Mizrobian on Wednesday, and on Friday had 19 points, eight rebounds, and five steals against Joshua Springs. That's pretty good. Uh, I can get behind his uh, pregame ritual. Uh, wow. Uh, he watches Herb Brooks' speech from Miracle. Every time, that doesn't get old. I wonder if it <laughs> no, gets old. it's a fantastic speech. Uh, still, though, you see the same thing a thousand times. I mean, he's played a lot of games. Gets the, gets the blood pumping. God bless. Uh, ugh, Dream College UCLA. Disgusting. Favorite subject, math. Wow, good for him. And he wants to be a sports broadcaster. Well, he'll almost certainly be the smartest person in any retire, broadcast. Retire. <laughs> uh, let's see. Oh, my God. Wow, this is incredible. If you could be someone else for a day, it would be and why. Jamal Crawford, because he's unstoppable in 2K. I know. It's kind of like a weird sort of like paradox, <laughs> because it's like, I want to be that person because his fake self is awesome in a virtual environment but you know whatever you do you wow that's amazing uh who would play you in a movie about your life matt damon oh yeah yeah sure yeah that's fine he's good yeah that that could work um favorite local artisans in and out that's always a good choice too does he have his favorite app as twitter and then not his uh he he does have a twitter account but he asked us not to use it so we we asked the athletes whether or not we can publish it and huh so if you are a uh reporter type or something and you, you want to go digging on Twitter and find him you probably could probably you won't. we won't lead you there uh, alright Katie Catania AAE girls soccer uh, yeah she scored three goals against Pillabos and probably could have scored a thousand um, and then she scored the only goal in their first round win against Moreno Valley the other game was a wild card game um, let's see she gets pumped up by her favorite game music as her pregame ritual. What's her favorite song? I, oh, God, I can't read that. What uh, is that? Trendsetter? Oh, yeah, right, spell. without the vowels yeah. done. Okay. My black it's it's 11.45. That's it's all right. Uh, hmm, favorite superhero is Superman? What's, what was his favorite superhero? Batman. Oh, my God, did they fight in the office? I don't know if they were oh. at the same time, even. I don't think they were. From what I, I heard. Uh, we missed out on a huge opportunity. Wow, her favorite subject is psychology. Nice. Yeah, All right. Interesting. Um, who would play you in a movie about your life? Someone funny. Wow, nice. Uh, could be Matt Damon. He could do both. He's, Finally get yeah, that he's Oscar. Got some range. He's pretty diverse, yeah. Uh, let's see. Alex Morgan is her favorite athlete. That's a good choice. Favorite local restaurant, Viva Maria? I've never heard of that. Is that an app value? Really? Oh, I've never been there, but I know that from looking it up. We should just, whoa, that looks good. Wow, we should add this to our list. Yeah. Apple Valley, so where in Apple um, Valley? So do you want to talk about uh, our answer to something? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Well, <laughs> well we, I, last, I pour over these last, photos of Mexico. Last food. time we <clears throat> talked or oh my God. Yeah, disappeared right. into digital ether uh, uh, about our, our uh, places we'd like to visit. Oh, yeah, let's talk about their places they want to visit. Obviously, there's a lead um, into this. Katie uh, picked uh, anywhere in Europe. Okay, wow, that's Song. broad. Well, yeah. I hope she Europe's enjoys uh, Hungary. <laughs> yeah, that's where she's going. I just You know, I'm sure there are some, you know, like West Virginia parts of uh, Europe. Like, well, who would want to go there? What is the Florida of Europe? <laughs> that's, that's what I want to know. But there's also really, like, you know, big time highlights. Uh, a lot of history, a lot of uh, interesting things. Uh, also, Trevor would go to Italy. Italy. Yeah. His favorite food is pizza, so. I assume that lines up. Uh, what's her favorite? Wow, her favorite meal is also anything Italian. Oh, she just picked Italy. 
Uh, okay, all right. So I, it's great because now after a couple weeks, I actually don't even remember what my answer was. So I feel like I can answer it again with a fresh perspective of the last That's, two weeks. Yeah. That's nice. Okay, so what do you got? Uh, I've been to Paris before, and I would love to go back because I love Paris. It was great. I was only there for like a week, but uh, it was magical. I mean, you know, so many great things were said about Paris as a, as a city, and I, I experienced some of those, I think, and uh, it was great fun. Um, other than that, uh, you know, I would love to see uh, Berlin and uh, what is the city in Czech? Prague? Prague. That's yes. Yeah, we've talked about it before. Uh, yeah, I'm, I have some. Uh, Part of my mom's side of the family came from uh, Slovakia. Whatever, you're just what going is, for it. What is Slovakia now? Yeah, well, that too. Yeah. Um, Which is perfectly acceptable yeah, in this department. Yeah. But uh, I've you know, heard so many great things about uh, Prague and love to go there. Uh, okay, yeah, so places to travel. Uh, yeah, pr- pretty much anywhere, I guess, near the top of the list is probably uh, probably England for me right now. Um, you know, my entire mom's side of the family is there, and that's... You know, be cool to go see where she spent the early part of her life and where my grandparents lived and all that kind of stuff. I still have a bunch of family out there, um, you know, great aunts and whatever. And, uh, you know, a big soccer fan would really love to go uh, go to see a soccer game in England. That would be would be great. Um, but, yeah, I mean, that's probably number one, I guess, right now. But pretty, pretty much anywhere. Anywhere. <laughs> anywhere in Europe. <laughs> uh... I want to go to the West Virginia of Europe. <laughs> wow, I hope I there aren't any be... people from West Virginia listening. Yeah, what is... we're just brutalizing them right uh, now. Yeah, I feel bad. My uncle grew up in West Virginia. My, uh, yeah, my grandma's from West Virginia, and she seems remarkably unscathed by the whole experience. So Consider going to the University of West Virginia for a period of time. The Mountaineers. Yeah, yeah. they have a decent journalism program, so I was interested. Do they? Yeah. Wow. I'm looking at a map of Europe now, and I want to pick out what the West Virginia of Europe is. Oh, good lord. Romania. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, that was really easy. I thought <laughs> it was going to take me longer looking at this map. Uh, Do, uh, does West Virginia also produce really good gymnasts? Hmm. I guess our, it's only going to go so far. Well, is there a way I can tie coal miners to... <laughs> gymnasts? Probably or? not, but okay. we could try really, really hard. Uh, you got to be small to get inside the you know, the old coal miney thing. That, that has to be helpful and flexibility. Um, I don't really know much about Moldova, so I, I guess that could be a candidate as well. How about the Florida of Europe? Oof. Well, it's, it's got to be like Italy, Italy, right? right? Or Spain? <laughs> At least in terms of geography, the whole peninsula deal. No, true. I would just think general weirdness. So Spain or Italy are both good choices. Um, yeah, yeah, that's good. What's the California of? Oh, pe- probably France, right? Nah, yeah, <laughs> nah. I see. Sure, lots of wineries. A lot of wineries here. Yeah, that's one. Uh, film is a general a big part of both places. That's something. Uh, I mean that. Yeah, that's probably good. Yeah. Sure. I'm into it. Yeah. Uh, I seem to remember last time we also talked a little bit about Tokyo, too. Oh, yeah, that's also pretty high on the list. Yeah, yeah. right. Did we tell a Tomoya story last time? I don't know. Or did we just name drop him? Just probably name drop okay. him. Okay, yeah. Um, uh, Tomoya's parents, um, I went to Tomoya's wedding and met his parents, and they offered us a, a place to stay in Tokyo. So wow. I have to take them up on that. Yeah, absolutely. 
Yeah, Japan and Australia would also be great. Uh, both of those at our current position are just a little outside the price range. Yeah, I mean, that's a tr- tricky thing with travel. You know, it obviously takes time and money. At some point, you have to figure out what's uh, what's what's the priority. So many places I'd love to go. All right. Um, so that's it. Uh, wow. Well, we're actually done early tonight. Uh, so we will hopefully have a, you know, get, now that playoffs are winding down, we'll get working on Athletes of the Year stuff, and uh, which we'll have a podcast about hopefully when we do that. Uh, and hopefully at the same time, work on some previews for baseball and softball, which start this weekend oh, all too soon. Um, yeah. So nothing like trying to get ahead while trying to play catch up at the same time. It's, uh, yeah, it's, uh, I've never been very good at juggling. So uh, we're going to get back to work. Or actually, we're going to go home and then get back to work <laughs> tomorrow. Uh, okay, well, Matt's already left, so that's it, guys. We'll so talk long. to you next week. Goodbye. Good night. Or whatever. <laughs>